raising the rates has had a positive effect on inflation. To me, it's like, why would they stop that? You're starting to lose weight because you're eating better and you lose like five pounds and you're like, yo, I lost five pounds, man. Yo, let's go get some pizza. Your goal was to lose 30. Like, see it through. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. What's going on, everybody? This is Marcus Black, Mary Dead Free, and I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the Black, Married, and Dead Free Quick Cast, or the Quick Cast, powered by Black, Mary Dead Free, however you want to phrase it. Welcome, welcome, welcome to any of our new listeners, and welcome home to anyone who has been rocking with Black, Married, and Dead Free for any length of time now. We are creeping up on... 900,000 downloads over the lifetime of this podcast. We've been pod for about three years, y'all. We need to get to this million mark and we can only do it with your help. So continue to stream and download the Black Matter Day Free Podcast on all podcast platforms. Tell your friends, tell everybody, especially with tomorrow or today being Thanksgiving, depending on the time when you're listening to this pod. Share this, listen to this with your family. It's a vibe. It's clean content. It's uh, we present financial literacy and financial education in the funnest, most down to earth way that a married black married couple can do. Uh, I like to say we're the number one marriage and finance podcast. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking that to existence. You know, that's what y'all doing now, right? Y'all manifesting everything. Well, I want to manifest that. Uh, but shout out to y'all, man. We really appreciate you. Uh, yeah, we're going to get straight to it. We're going to get straight into it because I know you guys uh, got things you're doing. You ready to eat some of that turkey and some of them yams and things. Side note, I'm not a big stuffing guy. Or dressing, you know what I'm saying, as 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 it was called growing up. I'm not I'm not I'm not big on that. I know that's weird. Um I'm not big on dressing, number one. Number two, I'm not big on cranberry sauce. I wasn't raised in a cranberry family. You know what I mean? 
if you wanted to to add some some moisture to your to your dressing or to your turkey, you use gravy. You know, that's just me. <laughs> that's just me. Uh, but y'all let me know in the comments. Are you cranberry sauce or are you team gravy? Shira loves cranberry sauce. Shira is just a a nut for Thanksgiving in general. She lives for it. Uh, Thanksgiving is starting to become the forgotten holiday. But uh, shout out to you and happy Thanksgiving to you and your family from me and Shira. Now, we need to talk about this, y'all, because we've had we're seeing some some activity in the housing market. We got some news jumping off. Um, if you've been a part of the quick cast, you know that I really want to highlight the ebbs and flows of the housing market as we enter into the deep depths of a recession. The housing market is going to fluctuate, is going to go through some transitions. And, I, and it is my goal to chronicle the housing market. Uh, to give you the best position or the best um, idea as to when to enter, right? If you're trying to be an investor, mom and pop investor like Shire and I are, or if you're trying to buy your first, you know, home to live in, uh, I think it's important to to be able to follow this market and make sure you're getting in at the best time for you. So. We're going to get straight into what Redfin is saying about the recent uptick in home purchasing activity. It says uh, how the housing market update home buying demand ticks up slightly after last week's record fast rate drop. So let's talk about the rate drop real quick. Um, the Fed is uh, people high ranking officials within the fed there's been rumblings of folks wanting to you know stop some of the rate height increases or they're they're not bullish on wanting to increase the the rate hikes people are trying to you know kind of wanting to level it off within the the Fed. And so when news like that kind of leaks and circulates, you know that that affects all markets, stock market, and in this case, specifically the housing market. Rates dropped once the most recent inflation numbers came out and showed that there had been a slight drop in the inflation numbers. Folks got really excited. The Rates began to drop under 7%. They were over 7%, trending towards 8%. And they dropped to the mid-sixes. And I think right now, let me double-check my sources here. Currently, they are at 6.58. So that led to some optimism for would-be home buyers now my overarching philosophy and thoughts on the market is that the fed were going to do these increases and i believe is going to get a little higher i think they're going to keep increasing as the recession trucks on and then there will be a pivot the fed always does what's known as a a rate 
pivot and they that's when they start to scale back or level off their well first they'll start by leveling off the interest rate hikes and then they'll begin to drop them these are some of the strongest tools that the federal government or the, the federal government the federal reserve has to combat inflation they still want to get inflation much lower and it seems like them raising the rates has had a positive effect on inflation so for me to me it's like why would they stop that you know if it's working you 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 see it through that's like you're starting to lose weight because you're eating better and you lose like five pounds and you're like yo i lost five pounds man yo let's go get some pizza Let's go. Hey, let's go get some lasagna and, and mad carbs now because I lost like five pounds. It's like, bro, your goal was to lose 30, like see it through. And so that's why I think, you know, it's just a little. It's like a little relief within the market. So people are like, all right, cool. The rates dropped a little bit and because inflation looked a little bit better. We back to normal. It's like not so fast. Not so fast. It's, it's not going down like that. I think we still have much more uh, increases ahead. I think it's going to get closer to double digits. And so I'm standing on that. And I still believe that to be true before it starts to come down. But, hey, you got to get it how you live. You know, you may say, hey, man, I got the money. I got, you know, now's the time for me to get this home or this investment property. I see a great slamming deal. I need to jump on it because, you know, I could always uh, refinance later, but the price of this home is just really good for me right now. So I need to go on and, and get it. Shout out to Zach, man. If you're listening, uh, a listener to uh, our podcast, he recently uh, hopped in the game, did a home equity line of credit and got his first rental property in Montgomery. Shout out to him. Uh, and so, you know, hey. If, if, if this if you could find a deal right now, go on ahead and do it. But if you're like me and Shire and you're waiting for a little bit better opportunity, then I think this is not the big pivot that we we, sh- we should expect. I think this is just a little, you know, the market's just easing a little bit. You know what I'm saying? You know, like when you had Thanksgiving, this is the break between round one of food and round two. Right. Like you're not done eating. The Fed's not done raising interest rates. They're going back for seconds, probably thirds. Right. And so I think it's important to know this. But, hey, let's talk about what's going on. So Redfin says uh, home buying demand ticks up slightly after last week's record fast rate drops. These were some of the leading indicators of the home buying activity. For the week ending in November 23rd, 30-year mortgage rates ticked down to 6.58. That's a big reason. Uh, Another reason is mortgage purchase applications during the week ending in November 18th increased by uh, 8.7% from the month earlier. Now, this is a slow time in the market and your banking institutions like Wells Fargo, You know, B of A, all the people that give loans out, man, they saw like 80 percent decreases in new applications. Like people just stopped buying homes cold turkey because the interest rates were crazy. 
So an increase, an increase of 8.7% is really, really good. You know, so that, 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 that's a good sign for those institutions. I'm sure they're happy about that. It says purchase applications were down 41% from a year ago. So like I said, that 8% increase uh, in November, I'm sure they were really pleased about that. Here's another reason for the uptick uh, this past week. Fewer people search for, quote, homes, homes for sale on Google than this time in 2021. Searches during the week ending in November 19th were down about 38 from a year earlier, 38 percent from a year earlier. So. There's less last year, man, we did pods. Me and Shire did a podcast about people just waiting outside of an open house, like people fighting over homes. You know what I mean? Going through bidding wars. But right now, there's a lot of inventory and there's not a lot of people out shopping. So that's for some folks, that's the best time to buy. You know what I mean? And so there were some folks out there that saw that as an opportunity, uh, especially this past week. Another thing that, you know, affected uh, affected the market last week. Touring activity as of November 20th was down 35 percent from the start of the year compared to a three percent year over year decrease at the same time last year. So, like I said, that speaks to, you know. Inventory being up and people just not buying cold turkey. So there was more, more inventory and that attracted folks that had folks out really getting a shop on last week. So it's it's lit, man. It's lit. So you may be saying, hey. Maybe I maybe I want to maybe I want to hop in right now. Right, Marcus, I, I hear what you're saying. I know you're saying, wait, I know you're saying there's going to be better opportunity down the road. But this this money or this this is burning a hole in my pocket, you know, or, you know, I'm tired of renting. I want to I want to get into something. I see a really good deal or I want to start looking somewhere. Well, let me give you four of the top uh, areas that will cost you the least in the first year. Now, if you know anything about a mortgage, you know that the emeritized schedule or the the breakdown of your payments is front loaded interest. The interest is front loaded on the front end. There are costs to get in the home, right? You have your down payment, which can be anywhere from 3.5% to 20% if you're doing a conventional loan. And that could add up super quick. Like, when we bought our forever home um, that we were currently living in, man, we said we want to put 20 percent down. So we got the home for at the time, four sixty four and 20 percent of that was like lit. It was like 90 something thousand. And so we ported that over from the sale of our condo to to really put on this house because we wanted to we wanted to shrink our monthly expenses right and so it could be a lot of money especially if you want to put 20 percent down and and we know like this 
this house and many other houses are way more expensive than they were at that time. So it could be really pricey to get into a house. And so I want to show you guys the areas with the cheapest cost on the front end. On the front end. So check this out. Shout out to. uh, Shout out to. Let me get the name right. Market briefs. I subscribe to market briefs and they they send me a weekly email just kind of outlining what's going on in the economy, man. Shout out to them. So this says. Owning a home in San Francisco costs nearly half a million in just the first year. Yes, half a million dollars just in the first year. Thankfully, in many other U.S. cities, the first year of home ownership is much more affordable. Here are the top four most affordable cities for first timers. So let's get to it. Number one. No, let's start. Let's start from four on up. So number four, we have H-Town, Houston. Houston is lit from what I hear. Houston is a vibe. Uh, we have friends that moved from uh, Northern California to Houston, and they just loved it. I hear Houston is lit. So the average down payment for a home in Houston is $52,000. The annual mortgage cost, fifteen. Annual mortgage cost, I wonder what that means. 15,000 and the first year cost. Okay. Oh, annual mortgage cost. So that's the, uh, over the course of a year and the first year total for the average home in Houston is $79,000. Okay. So that's obviously including your down payment and then your first year of mortgage payments. So that's not too bad. That's not too bad, man. Houston seems like a really busy town from what I hear. A really fast growing town and I feel like everybody's either moving to Houston or they moving to Atlanta. Right. Remember that? Everybody was wanting to move to Atlanta. Okay. Number three, the third cheapest home or lowest cost home uh, to move in within the first year. Philadelphia. Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love. The average down payment for a home in Philadelphia is forty six thousand dollars. The annual average annual mortgage mortgage cost thirteen thousand dollars and the first year total cost is around seventy one thousand dollars. It's not not too bad, not too shabby at all, man. Uh, It is cold up there now. You know, I don't do well with the cold, but so Philly is coming through at number three. At number two, we have. Columbus, Ohio, Columbus, Ohio. The average down payment for a home in Columbus, Ohio is forty seven thousand dollars. The average annual mortgage cost is thirteen thousand dollars and the average first year. Excuse my alarm. The average first year total cost is seventy thousand dollars. Not too bad. Not too bad. And coming in at number one, I'm not really surprised Um, if you think about if you think about the. The United States, usually middle America and and south are going to be your most affordable spots. And I know a lot of folks that invest one in the Ohio area, 
I actually know two gentlemen that invest in Philadelphia. And this next city, the number one city, I know a lot of folks that invest in Indianapolis, Indianapolis. So the average down payment for a home in Indianapolis is forty four thousand dollars. The average annual mortgage cost twelve thousand dollars a year. And the average first year total cost sixty three thousand dollars dollars shout out to indianapolis man so yeah those are just some ideas some places to look you know people ask how do you know where to buy how do you know where to invest well it's a lot of it is trial and error a lot of it is just looking at the analytics and looking at the numbers like like we just did there and kind of just pulling the trigger on it uh for lack of a better phraseology you know just kind of going for it and so don't be afraid Real estate works very similar in every city. You, The idea is one to know what is going to be your leasing strategy. Are you doing long term rental? Are you going to be doing a short term situation like Airbnb or Verbo or something like that? Are you going to be doing um, midterm rental where the person may live there for a month or three months or, you know, six month situation like And then once you do that, how much can you get for that? And you want to subtract that from how much it costs you on the mortgage or how much out of pocket it's going to cost you. And then the goal is to at the absolute worst break even and then, at you know, preferably to cash flow. And so if you can do that. I say go for it. You know what I mean? If, if if you can do that and if it makes sense, if the numbers make sense, then go ahead and, and, and do what you got to do. So hopefully that was something that helped you all. We're all watching. We're all keeping an eye on this market. It's crazy. It's been a really crazy year. Me and Shire sit and talk about 2022. Man, I'm going to be transparent with you guys. 2021 was like an amazing year for us. <coughs> Excuse me. It was an amazing year for us uh, financially, uh, investing wise. We were able to purchase three homes. We were able to contribute about thirty five percent to the into the stock market. We, you know, was was able to gross and net more than we ever have. And it was just like a it was just like a cloud nine year. And coming into twenty twenty two, I thought, man, it's gonna be the same thing, man. We just gonna. We just going to hit it like, let's just keep going. Let's just keep grinding. going to buy some more homes, investment properties, and we're just going to keep keep doing this thing. And boom, it's just like it's been one thing after the other. And so, you know, you just got to learn how to pivot and you and you got to one, stay educated, stay up to date on on what's going on and, you know, be willing to pivot your plans around what's going on, because it's not about like. What feels right? Like, oh, I just want to do this. It's about, man, what do those numbers look like? Is this a good time? Should I do this now or should I should I wait for a better time, a better opportunity? Because like I always say, delay doesn't mean denial. So that's just something to keep on the forefront of your mind as we hit this holiday season and we really get ready to 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 hit 2023 head on. You know, 
please stay encouraged, stay motivated to meet your financial goals for your family. And I'm going to do the same. Shire's going to do the same. And we're going to be here twice a week, every week. So keep rocking with us here on the Black Married and Death Free platform. We have some dope things happening to start the year. So we want you to be on, on board with us. We want you to be a part of it. And that's all I got for this one. Happy Thanksgiving. Until next time, I'm out. Peace.